Alright, welcome back to another episode of Douchebag Sports. This week we'll be going over the games in week 9 and giving you guys a preview from week 10. How's it going? Here we go. Um, first game that we will review is the Packers and 49ers. Um, Packers, I mean, they're basically playing, you know, a practice squad. Um can't do anything about that they did what they were supposed to do they won big and um that's really all you can say I mean Aaron Rodgers dominated 304 yards four touchdown passes and then him and Adams they just had no answer the 49ers that is 10 catches 173 yards and that was about it but I mean they it's not really an accomplishment but they did what they were supposed to do so they won and you have to be happy with that. Yeah, no, this was pretty pathetic. And this this makes me really wonder, under any circumstances, will the NFL cancel games? Because <laughs> the 49ers basically had no players. I know a handful of them were COVID-related, and then a lot more of them were injuries. But when you got a team going out there with literally no receivers that anyone knows... Uh, what's the dude's name? Rick, Richie James. Richie James. Rick James, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, what will, at this point, what do you think it'll take for them to cancel a game? Like, how many people sitting out? Man, I would, like, a third, a third of the roster. I don't, but the 49ers damn near had that, so I don't know. I, I mean, half, you would, you'd think they would have to forfeit, but. I mean, look, it hasn't gotten to that yet, but yeah, this was this is an ugly. I mean, the Forty Nineers, their season is over. I'm 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 sad to say, Nick Mullins. I won't say he's, he's terrible, but <laughs> he's one of the bottom five quarterbacks. Yeah, he's right not now. good. Yeah, I don't know if it was just like, was he decent for a backup? So yeah. that was like, kind of clouding everyone's judgment on him. But yeah, he looked really bad. But, yeah, let's move on to the next game. It was another kind of joke of a game. Uh, the Giants versus the Washington football team huh. with the Giants yeah. picking up a victory. And then I seen that Daniel Jones is 4-0 and versus the Washington football team. Really? And 0-17 versus every other team. <laughs> so, basically, he just seems to play the football team every week and they're division winners. But yeah, man, Kyle Allen got injured again. What a surprise. That guy's a joke. Alex Smith came in, played pretty horribly. I just look at the football team and say, are you serious? You benched, <laughs> you benched Dwayne Hask because you said you want to give your team a chance to win now and have literally lost every game except one. And the one you won was against the Cowboys when they... When that guy leveled um, Dalton, and then they had to put in Ben down a Vucci in. <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah. Football team, you suck. Do better. Yeah, just a um, couple stats from that game. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Daniel Jones, 212 yards and one touchdown. Really, all he he didn't do was turn the ball over, and that was why they won. Um, Alex Smith... 320 yards, three picks, and three picks. Yeah, so that was that was basically the story of the game. Two bad football teams, one played a little worse. Yeah, I mean, Terry McLaurin, I got him in fantasy. He had a big game. He's a one bright spot. 
Yeah, but man, the NFC East, we'll see, man. We'll see if any of these teams are still in the hunt a couple weeks from now. But um, I'm sure they will be. I mean, mathematically, I, I feel like the Eagles rattle off a couple wins, get over five hundred. These teams will hang it up. I mean, they aren't they all two and six now? The Cowboys, the football team, and um, the Giants. Yes, it's pretty bad. But all right, let's move to the next game. And this game, I mean, it was another pretty bad game. I'm done with the Lions. But Lions-Vikings, I mean, if the Lions wanted to get into the playoff race, they could have won this game to get to 4-4, four and four, but they fall to 3-5. and five, And now the Vikings are also 3-5. and five. All I can say is, dude, Dalvin Cook, best back in football. I said that at the beginning of the year, and I'll keep saying it. He's leading the league in rushing, and he missed the game. He is in touchdowns as well. Yeah. Um, man, I was actually just looking at the game, or like watching the game and then looking at the highlights too. I was, he honestly, he, yeah, he might be the best back in the league, slightly above Henry. Just he's more explosive. And I mean, he's way better than Henry. Henry couldn't catch a cold. Way better, but Henry couldn't catch a cold from a goddamn COVID patient. <laughs> he's not a threat in the pass game. That's why he got. That's why Henry got the contract he did because he's not a threat in the pass game. Dalvin Cook is a do-it-all running back. He, like, I don't know, man. There's not a back like him. Back-to-back games with over 200 uh, all-purpose yards. Multiple touchdowns. Come on, man. He's making a fool out of him. I I wonder um, how that Seattle game would have went if he didn't get injured in it. Yeah, different story probably. Um. What is it gonna say? Oh yeah, the one thing that's for sure about the Lions is that they're gonna lion, and that is, suck. Yeah. And the coach. Yeah, they just like. I don't know. They have good talent. Their defense is piss poor, but they should have a good offense, and they just stutter. And um, I don't know. Kind of a classic Stanford game. Matt Stanford doesn't deserve the actual respect of his name at this point. Um twenty two or twenty three of thirty two, two hundred and eleven yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, one of those touchdowns coming in the red zone. Just just a bad performance and kinda like we were saying last week, like he'll he'll like have these huge numbers and then all of a sudden just drop off a cliff and that's exactly what he did. Yeah, Kirk Cousins. I mean, dude, he has he even been playing in these last. Yeah, I, I was, <laughs> I was looking at that. Literally, over half of his completions were off of play action or a screen. One screen that I saw, the rest were play action. But their formula is, don't let Cousins throw the ball, and if you do, fake it to Cook first. It's like that's how bad he is. Yeah, he's one. Of the, he's one of the worst. He's one of the worst QBs in the league. But all right, let's move to one of the better matchups of the week, Ravens-Colts, and I'll start by saying if I knew I'm starting to get a better understanding of the COVID rules, I would have picked the Ravens to win if I knew they'd have everyone but Humphreys. Because I guess last week when they had all those people out in practice, it was just because they were around Humphreys, like what's going on with the Steelers this week with Vance McDonald, but... I guess nine times out of ten, like, Ben is on the COVID list, but he'll be ready by Saturday practice or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that kind of, 
when we were talking last week, because I wanted to pick the Ravens, but then thinking they'd have all those players out, I was just kind of kind of leaned a little more towards the Colts. That kind of uh, tells you how bad the Colts' offense is, because none of those players practiced all week. Yeah, the Saturday practice up, had to be a damn walkthrough, because it's the day before the game. It's like... Yeah, and they only put up 10 points. And it was didn't like, they scored on the very first drive of the game. Yeah, it was... So, yeah, like three points for the remaining, what... Three and three quarter quarters. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude, Philip Rivers, he doesn't have it. Like, and I know a lot of people, like, man, that interception wasn't an interception, but that Marcus oh, Peters, yeah. dude, it was literally yeah, law. What the hell? What was that? I mean, I don't get how they can possibly rule that. I mean, I guess by the rules, but dude, he had he took three steps with the ball. It's just like, it's just like I don't know if you've been seeing those plays with the touchdowns. Where, well, just, you know how a lot of defenders, like, even after you catch it, they just keep trying to knock it out of your hand. Yeah. Even after you, like, like say somebody's trying to make a catch towards the sideline and running out of bounds, and they get out of bounds, you got defenders that still try to knock it out. So they have to say after three steps, it's a catch regardless. And he took three steps, that guy knocked it out. What I didn't understand was how they said that the Ravens um, recovered it. The fumble that some guy just picked the ball up and gave it to the ref. Yeah, interesting call to say the least. <laughs> Philip um, Rivers also made an ass of himself on that fumble return. <laughs> the man tripped over his own two feet and then it just fell. flopped like a dead fish. Yeah, I man, like I said, cold season's gonna come down Thursday night tomorrow when they face the Titans because they're 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 falling quick. They've yeah. already lost the Ravens who will probably be a wild-card team. They've lost to the damn Browns, who are a wild-card team. You lose to the Titans, and it's like, who can you beat? Just a bunch of assholes? Yeah, they... I was at least expecting them to, like, to play the Ravens pretty well, but the Ravens are in control of that entire game, even though, like you said, they did the Colts did score on the first drive. Taylor kind of, like, broke his back on that, but... Uh, whatever, um... And just, I mean, the Colts' defense was nice. They were able to contain Jackson, but just too much playmaking ability. Um, No turnovers. He had 170 yards, uh, 58 rush yards, and a touchdown. So it was just a little more playmaking ability. And then Phil Rivers, 227 yards and no touchdowns and an interception. So the Ravens just had him on his heels all game. Like I said, the Colts don't have anyone that you really. I don't even know what no playmakers. Yeah, who going into the game? Who are play, teams even trying to stop on the Colts? Honestly, no one. They're just yeah. Just, I mean, <laughs> my guess would be they would want to make Philip Rivers like protect the underneath, so you basically can just stop, can load the box, stop the run, and then protect the underneath, make him beat you over top, and I don't think he can do that at this stage. I thought he'd have a better chance because Pittman came back, Michael Pittman Jr. or whatever, but it's still pretty bad, man. And for the Ravens, well, they're playing Patriots this week who are terrible, but I I see this season going a lot like last season. I I see them winning probably 13, 12 games this year. We'll just see what happens in the playoffs. But Lamar was 10 for 10 in the second half with that touchdown run. And they really could have went up more, but Gus Edwards fumbled at, like, the two-yard yeah. line. 
I like Gus Edwards, but man, you can't. You, it's one thing to fumble the ball. Like I, during the course of a season, every running back's gonna fumble more than likely. But dude, you can't do it by the goal line. That's right. where I get a little upset. But yeah, that's that's you have to be overly cautious with it. And uh, yeah. All right, let's move on to the Bears Titans. And man, what can I say? Ever since I tried to say the Bears were something, they've proved they're nothing. Nick Foles frauds. Nah, they weren't frauds. They, when I said they beat good teams, when I said you say the schedule is made a certain way. How the hell have the Bears played the teams they've played while the Packers have played the teams they've played? The Bears are literally playing one of the best teams. Who they just they who they play last week? The Rams. Yeah. It, the it week is. before that, didn't they play the Saints? And then didn't they play the um? Buccaneers the week before that, like, come on, what kind of schedule is this? But man, Nick Foles, he's not doing it. I, and I, I love Nick Foles. I'm an Eagles fan, but just put Trubisky back in. Is he two, two and three or two and four now as the starter, Foles? Man, first and foremost, you people keep saying Trubisky is three and zero oh as a starter. I'll start with this. Trubisky came in at halftime in a game where he was down like twenty four points and won, and they're counting that. Towards Trubisky's win record, hmm. but since he's they played six games with him as a starter, and all I know is they haven't scored over twenty four points yet. Yeah, he's just he's probably the most immobile quarterback in the league right now. Foles, I mean, he's yeah, he's moving slowly. less than Brady and Rivers. It's like how is they that have possible? quick feet. He doesn't. They yeah. can move quickly in a tight space. He doesn't have. He takes long, slow yeah. steps. Yeah, and. Um, I mean, the Bears' defense, it was kind of what we had talked about last week. It was just the the Titans were able to just slowly pull ahead, and the Bears just have no offense, and when they get behind, it's it's virtually impossible for them to win. Yeah, their offense is so bad. The running game, I don't know, I was non-existent at this point. My, and Montgomery's a decent player, don't get me wrong, but their old line is so bad, but... And just the way Foles is playing, they can sell out on the run, and Foles just isn't doing anything right now. Yeah, well, the Titans, I this was a good win to get them back on track, but I got to see some more from them this year, man. Yeah, I mean, Tannehill, he threw some absolute dimes, or at least one, to uh, to A.J. Brown. That I know you know which pass I'm talking yeah. about. That was a beautiful pass, and then... AJ Brown had another really nice play. He's he's a hell of a player. Yeah, he is. Oh, the type of receivers the Bears need. I mean, Miller is a good slot receiver, but Mooney is that his name? Yeah, Darnell Mooney, Mooney. I believe. What the hell? <laughs> he's a rookie. You're starting him. I'm not saying he's horrible, but it's just like, come on. I said Jimmy Graham is basically their third best option behind. I would say second. Allen Robinson, then him. Yeah, you're not in a good you're not in a good position when Jimmy Graham is still relevant on your team yeah. in 2020. But man, the Bears, I'm just praying that can, they can get it together before it's too late, man. Uh, I think that time might be be here already. Depending on their their upcoming schedule, it could be kind of a make or break for them. Yeah, but let's move on to Texans versus Jaguars, and this came down to the wire. Jacob Luton played pretty good, honestly, for a a sixth-round rookie. But that that just goes to tell you how bad the Texans are. God, dog. 
Yeah, they won two it, games. Both have been versus the Jaguars. That's bad. Um, and yeah, just Watson again is he is the entire Texans team. He had two hundred and eighty-one yards, two touchdowns, and fifty rush yards, which also led the team. And it's just they're just not good. They they have nobody. And the Jags, I mean, looking at if you were to just look at the box score and the numbers that the Jaguars players put up, you would have thought they won. I mean, Jake Lutton. We still, yeah, Luton, Lutton, I don't know, but 304 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Um, James Robinson had 99 yards, and Chark had 146 yards. So, I mean, just based off that alone, you would you would have thought the Jaguars would have won, but they're just so bad, they, they just can't. They're almost incapable of winning. Yeah, at this point, what are they, 1-7? Yeah. I don't... Just looking at their division, they beat the Colts, so I guess anything's possible. But depending on who they play the rest of the season, I don't see them winning. They've already played the Bengals and lost. It's like you lose the Texans, who are absolutely horrible. But if if the Jaguars, man, they I guess they want Lawrence. I don't know, but if. If they want, hmm. they should just keep going with Luton the rest of the season. He's not much different or much worse than Minshew at this Yeah, point. I mean, at that, the way he was playing, I, yeah, I mean, you might as well just see what you got in him. Yeah, but let's move on to another. Man, there's a lot of games between teams that are, yeah. are horrible, but let's move on. Good to, games with bad teams. <laughs> yeah, that usually is how the league goes, but, man, Broncos, Falcons. Yeah, I mean, Matt Ryan, he started really hot. I mean, they were blowing him out there for a sec. Yeah. Um, But then it's just the Falcons kind of do their thing and, and let teams right back in the game. Um, Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed in the Broncos, man. I expected them to win. I, like I said, I like Drew Locke. But yeah, I he. Know. I will say he just he kind of just makes, I don't know, he makes plays. I, yeah, he, he does. Um. You see, what were you saying? You think it's time for him to hang it up? His time may be up. The Bron- the Broncos might say, you're not starting for us next year. He hasn't really shown much this year to say, well, this is our franchise guy. Yeah. I w- will say, though, him and Jerry Judy look like they, yeah, they're they starting to get a little game. connection going. No, Zacchaeus had a big game. Yeah. What's yeah, his first did. name? O- o- Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> But yeah, man, it's like they're no man's land at quarterback in um, Denver. It's like okay, so Locke is in his third year. No, he's in his second year. He's in his second year, and they want to try to build around him. But is he a good enough player to build around? Kind of tough. I I don't know. They're kind of yeah. They're in a bad situation. Like you said, no man's land because it's like. Because they don't know, is he the future? So you kind of have to give him at least one more year. But then also, is that going to even hinder you more because you're delaying the process of getting another quarterback if he's not the guy because of that uncertainty? Um, but, but yeah, they, they're they in a, a tough spot. So are both these teams 3-5 and five now? Mm, I think so, yeah. Yeah, Raheem sure. Morris, man, he might get the Falcons' job if he keeps winning. 
But all right, let's move on to one of the best games of the week. Bills, Seahawks. Like I said, man. Yeah, you Bills. called this one. I will say you hit the nail on the head with that one. Their defense, the Seahawks <clears throat> defense. First off, like I said this every Seahawks game is basically the same. This one was kind of yeah. different because it was a more of a blowout. But I'm talking about their wins. It always comes down to the final drive, and just playing like that is not a good way to play at all. Yeah, it's gonna catch up to you eventually. And their man, their defense is so bad. They had Josh. They had Josh Allen back to how he was the first four games. And yeah, four hundred and fifteen yards, three touchdowns, and no interceptions. ESPN put up the stats like quarterbacks have been straight threading them. They, yeah. bro- they, t- you know, I was saying Cam Newton is done. He he threw for like three twenty seven versus the Seahawks, and like three touchdowns. <laughs> it's just they they're not offering any resistance, and it's weird because Carroll is a defensive coach, and I thought since they got Adams back this week, they might do something a little better, but he. He can't cover at all. He's pretty bad. Yeah, I you can kind of see why the Jets were willing to to give up on him, or at least from a pass protection standpoint, he he really doesn't do much. Yeah. Um, but and then again too, like what you're saying, Josh Allen, he only had seven incompletions. He was thirty one of thirty eight and just absolutely threading them. Man, the Seahawks. I don't know. I don't know where I put them going forward in this season because. They just seem to put everything on the offense, mainly the pass game, because their running attack's been pretty mediocre lately. Yeah, and you just, I mean, yeah, the Bills, they're just, they're not going to play with any any of you cowards out here. They're they're fucking, they're good. They're a good team. No, Russ, they're not. The Bills you, don't, you don't think they're a good team? I saw a stat when this game started. Do you know what Sean McDermott's record is versus playoff teams in his career? I guess winless. No, he's 4-15. and 15. Not good. Yeah, this was one of the b- biggest wins of the Josh Allen Oh, yeah, I guess this was a playoff team. Okay. I, oh, yeah, well, this, yeah. yeah, I counted that. It was 3-15 and 15 on the thing. Oh, but okay. I, I'm just assuming. I'm saying Seahawks are bad, but I assume that they'll make the playoffs still. But, man, the Bills usually, these are the type of the games that the Bills usually lose. So this gives me confidence that... I mean, they're going to get a home playoff game most likely. I think they're going to win their division. So we'll see if they can um, win a playoff game. But winning a game like this gives me confidence in them going forward. Yeah, and Russ, like, he it just, like, even so, like, yeah, it's all on their offense. But it's really, like, it's all on him, too. Yeah. I mean, he had, I mean, he had a really bad interception there. I, I don't know if it was the first drive, but they were on, they were in the red zone. And he just literally, I don't know what he was looking at, threw it right to the Bills defender in the end zone. And that, I mean, but just what my point is, is even if he's not 100% on his A game, they have no chance. They have no one else that can take over the game for him. Yeah, well, when your defense is horrible, that's what's going to happen. But a lot of people have said that the way they've been playing their offense isn't setting their defense up or doing them any favors. When you control the ball, you at least get your defense off the field. When you try to win, play shootouts, you can't play shootouts with a bad defense. Like I said, people presume the Chiefs' defense is bad, but they're actually pretty good. They just give up a lot of yards points and points because of how good their offense is. But they could actually play a different way. But the Seahawks, their defense is horrible, 
and they're trying to get in shootouts, you're going to lose a few of those shootouts, and it's not going to be sustainable long term. Yes, this, especially this year, not in the playoffs. This year they got, I mean, not this year, this offseason they got to really get some better defensive backs. You need some corners that can uh, play. Because they, the way they used to play when they had the Legion of Boom is they didn't have Chancellor in coverage much. And they don't want to put Adams in coverage much. But we just had the corners. That, since their corners know. are so bad, Adam, I guess, and this is just based off what their D coordinator, Ken Norton, said, Adams is one of their better pass defenders, which is pretty bad for them. It's <laughs> not good. But, yeah, man, this is a high-scoring game, and I'll give the Bills their props. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, they played really well. They answered everything that that the Seahawks had for them. So, all right, all right. Let's move on. The Panthers Chiefs. This game came down to another sixty some yard attempt by yeah. Joseph Sly. Another miss. I don't know why they keep. I didn't see the last seventy. Drive. Yeah, he's got that. No, it was a sixty seven. I guess. No, I'm just saying that's. Dude, I guess. I guess he missed it wide left, but it had it had, it had the leg. Yeah, it did. He he missed it. I think it was wide right, but either yeah. way, yeah, it had the distance, just nowhere near the goalpost. Yeah, I mean this is just <laughs> another this is just another Chiefs classic. Not really caring, but we'll still win the game. Yeah, efforts. was comparing it to like um, a cat and mouse. Like they were just kind of like. You know, letting the mouse kind of do its thing a little bit, and then just when the time came, they turned it on and ate the mouse. Yeah, well, Christian McCaffrey made his return, but he's out again. So. Yeah, what what play did he get injured on, or is it just the the overall game? I guess no. This was this was on the final drive, I guess. Okay. Like I said. But yeah, man, Christian McCaffrey, overpaid, overrated. What what's what's the material? Uh, I, he got his money, yeah. and he's he played 16 games every year up until this year when he got his money. Now he's played, what, f- four games? Yeah. I'm overpaid, yes. I don't know about overrated. I I mean, I guess you could you could say both. They were trying to but... say he was the best back last year after last year. Right now I'd say Dalvin Cook is definitely better. You could argue Derrick Henry or Alvin Kamara as well. Possibly Aaron Jones. Yeah. It's, and it's not that McCaffrey's bad. He just... It's, I think it was like... I mean, the dink and dunk offense. Yeah. It was just stat padding every game, basically. And it took a, a wear and tear on his body. That's yeah. what I think the most. Yeah. Like, I don't know that he's your bell cow. Like, you can hand the ball off to Cook, Henry, even Jones... Yeah, well, um, he needs to be more in a command. Twenty five times a game. I don't know why they don't want to feature Mike Davis. Mike, they, they they gave that man like four carries this last game. They should do it like the Saints do, where Murray gets most of the carries on the team, doesn't he? Murray, you uh yeah, probably. Murray usually gets about eleven to fifteen carries a game and like seven or eight catches, which is good. But the the Panthers try to go give uh McCaffrey. 20 plus carries while still giving them seven or eight catches. That's over. That's an overload. Yeah, they just, you can literally just dial in, stop McCaffrey, and that's how you beat the, the Panthers. Yeah, um, it's but a pretty I good game for Bridgewater. Yeah, I was just going to say Bridgewater, man. He, he's just a 
a football player. He's just tough. And, like, some of those plays he made, it, like, almost gives you goosebumps. Like Fourth just, and 14, he went fuck. flying. Yeah. He, jumped, he was at least, like, four yards short. He went flying in the <laughs> air. Got hit by, like, two people ricocheted forward. It's like, dude, this man. Just pure heart. The Panthers have a real nice offense, dude. I, I really like their receivers, their overall weaponry. They just got to get things together. They play... Man, they played a kind of tough schedule as well, cause I know they got Tampa next week. So yeah, they're just like they're a pesky team, and I meant to look at their schedule, cause I my guess would be they've played a tough schedule, just cause they are a decent team. They just kind of they're in every game for the most part. It just they don't have that like next factor to push them over the edge. But then also something I wanted to say. Do you think Mahomes and Kelsey, could you say they're the best duo in the NFL? I think they're the most unstoppable. Um. Yeah, I guess. Who are some? What are some other top duos right now? And honestly, Matt the Ryan next and Julio, like the who? next one, I think you could honestly say is Tyreek Hill. But I think the reason Tyreek Hill, I mean, not taking anything against him, but I think Kelsey adds a little bit to his. No, uh, no, production. no. It's the opposite. Mm. You got to look at the coverages. When you... Because most of the time, a tight end... Kelsey is getting single... Not single, but... He's getting a lot more linebackers on him than a top... Like, Andrews is facing a lot of nickelbacks and um, safeties. A lot of safety help. You can't... Tyreek Hill, you're going to need two defenders with him all the time. You're going to need a corner and a safety for him at all times. So that's giving Kelsey a lot more open one-on-one matchups. And he just works the middle like a beast. But I'd say their weaponry is what's making them unstoppable. But I, I wouldn't say that. I'd say, when I say, I'd say Hill is helping him get open more than vice versa. Because if they didn't have Hill, that offense would be... They, they play games without Hill. And Kelsey still did his thing, don't get me wrong. But they it wasn't as nice because... When you got a man that... What does Tyreek Hill run? A 4-2? About that, yeah. When you got that on the outside and he's a legit receiver, I know people are like, oh, well, when he's out, they got Hardman. Hardman is fast, but people don't treat him with the same respect as Hill because he hasn't proved it in such... Yeah, Hill can also run the routes. He will go over the middle and he has hands, so he's just... Hardman hasn't done enough yet. But yeah, man, the Chiefs, they're still... They've lost one game in their past 18. They've lost one game in 2020, so they're doing their thing. Let's move on to the Raiders, Chargers. Oh, and if I, I just want to make one more point oh, yeah. about that game. And just to show how good and explosive the Chiefs' offense is. So Carolina had possession. Their time of possession was 38 minutes and one second. The Chiefs had it for 21 minutes and 59 seconds. And it's just like the numbers they put up in that little amount of time is insane. Yeah. Four touchdowns and 372 yards for Mahomes, 160 yards for Kelsey, and 113 yards for Hilt. Damn. In 20 minutes. Yeah. But all right, next game, Chargers, Raiders. Raiders get the W and they position themselves better in the wild card hunt. But, man... The Chargers are terrible. I'm getting sick and tired of even talking about this team. They fucking suck. Uh, uh, I, w- I wouldn't say they... Well, okay, they do suck, but it's... 
they're just a young. This team was in the playoffs two years ago. Mostly the same players. They still got Bosa, still got Ingram, they still got Keenan Allen. Man, I'm sorry, but did no man. I expect the Chargers to make the playoffs this year. But then again, I didn't expect Herbert to be playing. So who knows? Yeah, I think they're they if they had Tyrod starting the whole year, I think they would have a better record. However, I think Herbert is going to set them up better for the future. It's going to set them up for the same future they have with Rivers. A bunch of stats and nothing. I mean, we'll see. They, their defense is not the same as it was last year. Not even close. Yeah, well, this man Herbert just keeps losing, dude. He's one of the worst I've seen. But hold on. <laughs> Tua has more wins than him in two games. Hold on. Let me uh let me give you some some situations here. So before their drive or like near the end of the game, um the special teams fumbled and set uh the the Raiders up for an easy field goal which put them up basically by a touchdown, the 5-point lead. And then um it's just I don't know. They they had some other I can't remember the other one, but they had another fumble, I believe, and it's uh, or no, 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 no. It was a missed field goal in the beginning. So it's just like little plays here and there that they don't make that would make all the difference in these wins and losses. Um, but Herbert had, a, I mean, he had a good game. He had, it was twenty eight of forty two, three hundred and twenty six yards and two touchdowns. That won't cut it. Those are pure Matt Stafford numbers. I mean, no interceptions, no fumbles. I mean, he played pretty good. And then you I just I think it came down when they continue to lose. Yeah, because their defense continues to let them down. Three hundred yard passers win at a lower rate than passers that pass for under two hundred yards. That's a fact. I mean, there's more into it than that, but um, I will say, Jesus, <laughs> God. What was it driving a convertible? It's thirty five degrees out. Um But then also like just poor play calling too at the goal line. You throw back to back fades. What's bad about that? They don't work. The fade doesn't work. It rarely like I think I saw That pass like, went right into that guy's hands. But it didn't work. Cause he dropped it. It didn't work. And there were n- multiple fade calls this week and I don't think a single one of them worked it's like put the fade to rest stop running it they work all the time Mike Evans has like five touchdowns off fades this year but even him he got stopped too and they tried to run the fade it just it was a bad week for the fade route it was a bad week for Justin Herbert my boy Josh Jacobs trucked through these jabronis man I mean Booker honestly did more Devontae Booker he might I don't know. The I will the Raiders have a serious run threat. Devontae Booker had eight carries for sixty eight yards, actually had more yards than than Jacobs. But Who they ran the down their throat. Yeah, but I'm just saying Derek Booker Carr, looked nice. He looked real nice, man. He really do he people slept on him and criticized him, but he's showing his ass this year, man. Hundred and sixty five yards and two touchdowns. He's doing it all, man. He has some pretty clutch runs in here, too. But, man, like I said, the Chargers, pathetic, man. This is real. This is getting pathetic, man. I want to see who they play next. 
because at this point, you got a quarterback that's going to lose every game, basically, except one. He's on pace for it. You can't put it all on the quarterback. That's all I'm saying. He had... There were other factors in that game in the game's past that just did not help Herbert out at all. He didn't help his Turnovers. That he he had nothing to do with. If he could have put those balls on the money, they would have won the game. Dude, did you watch? He had some really nice passes. I don't know if you watched the game. Oh, yeah, I did. He had some nice passes every week, but I'm talking about that fade, especially the one to Mike Williams. He just overthrew it a little bit. He he would have caught it. The corner... Mike Williams is 6'5". The corner is about 6'1". Like, come on. Put the pass on the money. The Parham one, yeah, Parham dropped it. But I wouldn't advise you to run a fucking fade to your third string tight end. Yeah, and especially not right after you just ran a fade. Well, I don't know. A lot of, lot of factors going into that. But, yeah, yeah the Chargers need to do better. Herbert, you got to win a game. Yeah, he sucks, man. He's a loser. He's a pure <laughs> loser. He's, he's lost. And... And this, his few games, he's lost more games than Lamar Jackson has in his career. And people are saying, Herbert is a star. That's where I'm lost at. Because the difference is, he has a defense. Jackson, that is. That makes no sense when you look at the fact that the Chargers made the playoffs recently. With Before, a good defense. They have, the, they have the two best defense, the best defensive end combo in the league. Two pretty good corners. Derwin James is injured, but like I said, this guy is terrible. <laughs> it, it's, it's, like I said, we'll see how it goes in years past. I remember when when Matt Stafford came in the league, people were telling us what was, how it was going to be for years after he threw for, ooh, threw for all these yards this year. Andrew, look, be, be looking for him for the next 20 years. How did that work out? It's a bunch of shit like that, man. Like I said, Justin Herbert, bad. But let's talk about a good rookie quarterback. Tua. This is a great game. I was yeah. actually like excited watching this game. Yeah, I mean, the Cardinals. I I don't know. I, I don't know if you can take them seriously at this point. Yeah, they're they're strange. It's like, yeah, because you could say they'll beat up on the bad teams, but yeah. then. Kyler Murray, 2-8 and eight versus teams with winning records. That's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. And Murray, I'm not saying I like lost respect or anything for him, but just you don't stare down your kicker like that at the end of the game. Like that was – I didn't really like how he did that. Kyler Murray is a prick. Yeah, he is. He <laughs> is a fucking prick. He's one of the biggest prick. pricks. Anybody that knows his story knows. First and foremost, people are trying to crown Kyler Murray. It's the same man – who couldn't beat out one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL right now in college, Kyle Allen. Hmm. So he transferred. Like, come on, dude. This guy, he's a front runner. He's a front runner. Yeah, I will say, though, I, I do think maybe not this year the Cardinals are legit, um, like, playoff threat. I mean, I think they will make the playoffs, but... Um, I'd have to see their schedule. Yeah, and just but I will say these both of these teams are on the ascent. They're they're fun to watch. And Tua, I, I mean, he made some really nice plays. He's a lot more agile than I thought too. Yeah, Tua Tagovailoa, man. I tried to tell motherfuckers about Tua him, but see, my main thing with him is they need to use the Russell Wilson method with bringing Tua along. This season, just have them manage the games 
learn more and more week by week. Let the defense carry them. And just add a little bit to it each year. Yeah. Because Not sure if his arm strength is there. A couple of throws I was... He's a lefty, man. It always looks weird. Huh? Yeah, it does. <laughs> I don't know. But the Cardinals, these are the type of games they want to. They need to win if they want to win the division. If they're content with the wild card, I mean, it is what it is. But they could have went to 6-2 and two and been at top of the division if they had won this game. Because on paper, I guess they're more talented than the Dolphins. Yeah. And the Dolphins didn't even have Gaskins this week. They had to go with a combination of scrubs. And uh, also, Kyler, he had a very costly fumble. It was early in the game, so I think it got overshadowed a little. But the Dolphins' first score of the game was on a, a fumble return for a touchdown by Kyler. And that, I mean, look at the score of the game. They lost by three points. That's the, that's more than the difference right there. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, he did respond after that. He had 283 yards, three touchdowns, and 106 rush yards in the touchdown. So he did... He did show out, but again, still, like you said, he's a prick, and yeah. uh, that's not going to take you far. Yeah, let's move on to one of the weirder games of the week, the Steelers. Yeah, what barely. the hell was this? Yeah, I don't know, man. Garrett Gilbert was pretty bad, man. They could have won that game. That pick he threw on third down was idiotic. It was so stupid. First off, I believe they were up six at the point. So if they would have kicked a field goal, they would have went up nine. This guy feels a little bit of pressure, throws it across the middle, and Minka Fitzpatrick gets his second pick. It's like, dude, come yeah. on. What are you thinking? Like, you got – this is your first start, probably your only start. You don't think he'll get the start next week, or is Dalton coming back? Dalton's coming back. Okay. He's not going to get the start. It, even if Dalton doesn't come back, they'll go to Cooper Rush next. Well, they're on bye, actually. Okay. But yeah, I don't know. I thought he looked. I mean, for a first game ever, I mean, he's he like looked a fifth year vet. But is he? I believe so, or something like that. Where did he go to college? Texas. He graduated there. I want to say in fourteen or fifteen. Damn, and he, he was in the AAF or the XFL. Yeah, he was in one of those. He's been on practice squads. He's been around. But man, uh, the Steelers. This is why I, even though they're undefeated, I really never want to put them at one. But I just do because they're undefeated. Yeah. Because they're they're constantly. Somebody said six of their eight wins have been by a, a touchdown or less or something like that. And they played. They've played even though they beat Baltimore and they beaten the Titans. I know for a fact they played the Eagles, Redskins, Giants, and Cowboys. They played all four of those teams. Yeah. And then they played the Browns. Oh, yeah, they played the Browns, the Ravens, the Titans. Who else did they play? They played one more game. But, man, the NFC East will get you right record-wise. <laughs> yeah. The and, NFC uh, East will get you right. Juju had a big game, though. He did, yeah. And that just Big Ben, he's just too classy to lose to the Cowboys in that team. You, you know, he's just he's too much of a class act. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> Let's move on to the, what was supposed to be the game of the week, man. Oh yeah, Buccaneers, what a debacle! Saints, yeah, Buccaneers made an ass there. So I don't know what to really make of the NFC because I don't think the Saints are are that good. I don't think the Packers are that good. I don't. But one of the between the Packers, Saints, and Bucks, you can throw the Seahawks in the mix. But between those four teams. 
It's a toss-up. I'd assume one of them will win it, like, win the conference, but I don't know which one at this point because they – haven't they all beat up on each other now? Yeah. Yeah, the the Packers beat the Saints. The Saints. The, the, the Saints beat the Bucks now twice, and the Bucks beat the Packers. Right. So, it, yeah, it's just kind of all over the place. Um, and that's why, like, with the – it was a struggle this week with the power rankings because it's hard to trust any NFC team right now. They've um, all shown their flaws, but man, this was just so bad. It, they couldn't stop them at all. No, like literally nothing. They're Taysom player. Hill, I Good mean, player. he is, and he absolutely, he, I mean, he kind of killed them. He, he had a couple he catches, could, a couple trucks, did, a throw in there. did everything. He, I have the stats right here. He, uh, So he had seven carries for 54 yards, which led the team. He had he was two for two in the air with forty eight yards, and he also had one catch for twenty one yards. Like, how do you stop this man? You can't. It's his time. But man, and you seen Jay, uh, what's his name pulled out his classic celebration after the game. Who are you talking about? Jameis Winston. He went like. Oh this. yeah, ate the W, ate the wings. <laughs> <laughs> I know, dude. I know the the. I I want to know what he's saying after these games. He's sitting back collecting a check and watching. Even though the Bucks are having a good season, somebody brought it up in the two games versus the Saints. Uh, Tom Brady is throwing five of his seven picks. Yikes. And I know Winston is probably giving the Saints intel. And I think that might have been one of the reasons the Saints pick him up. Yeah, honestly, that, he, I even never that, thought about that. How bad he played, I'm guessing he knows that offense pretty well. Like, yeah. Jameis Winston wasn't that bad to me. He just was an idiot. We couldn't see. <laughs> yeah, I heard about <laughs> it's that. It's hard when you can't, you literally cannot see. He used to squint all the time. Yeah. Like... Honestly, if I the Bucks play the Panthers next week, I expect them to win. But man, it's gonna take a lot. They're gonna have to do a lot over the the last eight games to show. Yeah, and I don't something. Did the Saints dominate, or were the Buccaneers just playing horribly? They went three and out the their first yeah, four or five was, drives, and man. the Saints scored every time. Antonio Brown had no real effect. He's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Brady, twenty two. Of 38 for 209 yards, zero touchdowns, three picks, three interceptions. Okay. Buccaneers had a total of 194 offensive yards. They yeah. ran. I had Ronald Jones and fans. He had three carries for nine <laughs> yards. And, and then uh, Leonard Fournette had one carry for two yards or something. You, it's Byron Leftwich, man, getting pass happy. Fucking Jabroni, yeah. one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. I said it once on here, and I'll say it again. I'll ne- I never will trust a black quarterback with no speed. And now you guys made him an offensive coordinator after being one of the worst players in the league. Come on, man. And also, uh, yeah, that I, I would like to know the, uh, you know, some statistical analysis to what you just said, or just like the actual numbers. What? Of a a black quarterback who can't run. I can only name you about three that had no running <laughs> abilities at all. Jamarcus Russell, one of the worst. Yeah. Byron Lethwich, he might be the best black quarterback that couldn't run. That's sad. And then you got Dwayne Haskins <laughs> who played 11 games. You're not going to get far. You're not going to get far at all. And then also, too, the, the Buccaneers defense, they could not get off the field. They allowed nine, <laughs> nine third-down conversions. Yeah, man. And, Dude, in the first quarter... I was watching it, dude. They said Breeze had completed passes to like 
13 different receivers in the first quarter. Correct. Some tight end named Troutman scored. But, uh, yeah, this was pretty bad. 38-3 beatdown. Let's move to the Monday night game. One of the best games of the week, sadly. Yeah. The receivers in this game, does anyone know any of them? Oh, what's dude's name? Olszewski? Who? Olawuski? O-W-S-C-E-L. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. 80 from the Patriots. It's well, like Tom Brady would have him the next Wes Welker. We're, Julian Edelman's injured. Damian Harris had a pretty good game. I yeah. was impressed with the Patriots, man. They're pretty bad. Just like I almost, they're pretty bad in terms of skills. Like who they have out there, a, a bunch yeah. of no names. Jacoby Myers. He shit. It was his birthday, man. Oh, okay. Well, that makes a lot more sense. Oh yeah, Frank Gore, forty six yards. One more and he'll be the two hundred thirty yard games, dude. One hundred ninety nine thirty yard games. This man is a meat beast. Give Gore his respect. Him and Joe Flacco had feeling like twenty twelve. Yeah, man. I mean Flacco didn't do bad. He lost in the game in the end. He did, but overall, I mean, there was no way the Patriots should have won that game. Like I said, if he, they would have lost, this would have been Newton's last game, but they won. But like I said, man. <laughs> What was he, 27-35 for like 274? Yeah, exactly that. No touchdowns, but two rushing touchdowns. Yeah, he's on pace. He's on pace for 16 rush touchdowns, five pass touchdowns this year. Jeez. I don't know what people even say about that. Like I said, See ya. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just the thing about it is in the red on that last, they ran, they run him exclusively on short yardage plays at this point. Yeah. And yeah, I think he had 16 yards. <laughs> he, they ran a QB sneak three straight plays on the goal line. Well, one was a QB power, then they ran two straight sneaks. They just... Who else would you trust with the ball on the Patriots to do anything in a... I suppose Burkhead. Burkhead? Yeah. He had a touchdown. Burkhead did his thing. Like I said, I just don't see... They play the Jets again, so they'll win. I mean, like they were—they've been within a play of winning against some pretty decent teams, but dude, they suck. Like, who are these players? You got Jacoby Myers, Demir Bird, and Olaszewski, and I can't even tell you who their tight end is. Yeah, I—I I have no clue. Ben Watson, for all I know. I think he's out of the league, but man, the Jets. <laughs> This was their best chance, and they lost. Because when they play Patriots next time, Patriots aren't going to let it be this close. The Patriots' defense was bad. Yeah, it was. And honestly, like, it wouldn't have hurt the Patriots to lose that game. But I know, I think just for pride purposes, you don't want to lose to a winless team and the Jets. Yeah, uh, man. I think, what was I going to say? Well, one thing a lot of Jets fans have said is this was their first game where they had their three starting receivers, Mims, Crowder, and Perryman all at the same time. I don't know if those guys even make a difference. Because Crowder's a lot of, been doing good. But... A lot of people have, well, this was Perryman's first game. He had two touchdowns. Okay. But uh, a lot of people pointed out that Flacco on 60 less attempts has the same amount of touchdowns as Sam Darnold. And Jeez. Yeah, it's pretty bad for Sam Darnold. If they would have won this game, that would have been a very bad look for Darnold. Especially with the way... It would have been one thing if the Jets won like a game where their run game dominated. But Flacco was airing it out for the most part. And until that last drive, which I just didn't get. You're up seven. And it's first and ten. 
right after the Patriots kick a field goal and you throw a 50-yard bomb <laughs> and get picked off by J.C. Jackson. It was in the double coverage. And on ESPN, they looked at the film and showed there was a tight end wide open three yards in the flat. You got to take the defense can give you. And that's why a lot of these teams lose. More like I said, more games are lost than won week to week. There's more things done to lose a game than there is to win it. Because the Patriots really didn't do anything but just keep going. Yeah, like, they just didn't give up. Lose basically. the game. Yeah, yeah they <laughs> The no turnovers is why they won. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then there was another and I forgot to bring it up, but another situational thing I wanted to talk about with uh the Cardinals game. Oh yeah. In that on that last drive, it was fourth and one. And it either would have been, like, the well, to not go for it was that 49-yard field goal, which somehow came up short. I mean, that that I, kicker sucks. <laughs> is that really all? He doesn't have 50 yards in him? His career high is, like, 55 yards. I, he just must have hit it wrong or something. But I just, I think with, you have Kyler Murray and you have enough, I don't know, just with the weapons they have on offense, fourth and one, I think you got to go for that. Because at best... If they would have kicked that field goal, you're playing for overtime. So I just, I don't know. I think one yard, Murray can make something happen for that. But, uh, so I don't know. Cliff Kingsbury, if he just was playing a little skittish, playing not to lose, and, and that's exactly how you do lose. But all right, we've made it through all the games, and now we're going to give you the top five and bottom five teams of the week. And this week, we're going to look at the top five and bottom five defenses. And like I said, when we make these lists, we're not just going to give you the statistical, you know, top five, right. bottom five defenses. Because there's some defenses that, you know, statistically might be better than what they actually are, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yes. But, but all right, for the top five teams, it the first three is pretty much was set in stone. You got, like I said, I'll, we'll keep putting the Steelers at one based off their record. But Steelers... Chiefs, Ravens, and then the fourth team, didn't you say Titans? Yeah, I had the Titans. I was thinking Saints just coming off that big win. Yeah, I had the I have the Saints fifth just because of that win and because they've beaten the Buccaneers twice, who we had in the top five last week. So I, I had to give the Saints a little bit of respect for that one. I, I'm not huge on them and also just a to have an uh an NFC team in the mix because it easily could have gone to the Bills. Yeah, like I said, I would probably like I said I'd probably give it to the Bills even though I've been talking shit about them. But like I said they've they lost two games, but to actually good teams like yeah, you got certain teams like the Packers that I just can't and the, I didn't want to put the Titans in there because they lost to an absolutely horrible team and that just makes me think that the players aren't even coming ready to play week to week. It's the NFL. You can't be overlooking teams. Right. And when you lose to a piss-poor opponent, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, and I I can't argue that. I just think they bounce back and they beat, you know, I mean, the Bears, they're, <laughs> they're not terrible, but they, yeah. they showed up against a good defense at least. So I yeah. think they kind of bounce back a little bit. But then, yeah, the Bills were tough and... I kind of wanted to put the Packers in, but I was looking at their schedule and they they've beaten no one. They've played no one. <laughs> they beat the Saints. So it's that's like it. they've done what they had to do, but it's just yeah, and they beat the Saints, but 
man, I don't know. It just beating a, be a junior varsity out. team against the 49ers, it, yeah, you won, but it it's still they've got a, a little bit more to prove to be in that top five. Um, and uh, so yeah, Bills Saints right on the, you could yeah. you could take either one really. But all right, let's go to the bottom five. So bottom five hasn't changed a whole lot. Um, Jets still obviously the worst. Yeah. Then followed by the Jaguars. They've solidified themselves with that loss. Yeah. Um, Cowboys, Giants, and Texans, and then I, the only reason why the Texans I have slightly ahead of both the Cowboys and the Giants is because I think if the Cowboys and Texans were to play, Watson would light them up. Yeah. So that's really the only reason. And Daniel Jones, not that he would light him up, but the Cowboys' defense is just so damn bad. Yeah, man. That's why a Steelers game is such a shocker. Yeah, that. but that the Steelers do that. They play down to their opponent, and they won. So you, you just got to let that one slide, I guess. All right. So with the defenses, I was thinking, well, obviously the Jets' defense is is one of the worst. But the the Seahawks have even statistically one of the worst defenses. So do the Bills. And I'd put them in there. One of the worst? Yeah, the Bills have one of the worst defenses this year. They haven't been able to stop anybody. And then um the Vikings turned it around, but I still had them as the fourth worst. Okay. They? And then I was I put the Giants fifth worst. And the Giants defense is one of those defenses that Statistically, is kind of middle of the road, but they're playing some of the worst offenses. You know what I mean? Yeah. But man, the two to have two teams that are six and two with some of the worst defenses is kind of odd. But that just tells you where the league is right now, where it's like not the defense doesn't matter, but it's you can win games without having a good defense. Yeah, we're at that point in the league because I mean the Seahawks defense. It's horrible. But they, yeah. They're still out here. Um, so, yeah, my, my bottom five, um, I had the Cowboys at the worst. Oh, yeah, I forgot about them. I was tweaking. I was really <laughs> tweaking. Yeah, no, they're in there. The Cowboys are in there. And Last then, week clouded my judgment because they played good. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then the Seahawks, the Jaguars, the Texans, Jets, yeah. and then... Oh, wait, hold on. One, two, three, four. Okay, so actually, I might... I I don't know. I want to put the Lions in there. Their defense is awful. Yeah. So it's kind of like... There's a lot they, of bad they, defenses. Yeah, there are. There are a the lot league. of bad defenses. And the reason... Like, the Lions have given up the second most points. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, the Falcons. Oh. They also and there you could put any one of those in there. Man, no, now it's your name and it, it is pretty bad. But all right, for the top five defenses, I put the Steelers number one, and then same. I, I go Ravens. Yep. Then I put the Colts. Yeah, three for three. And then after that, I mean, the Buccaneers going into it would have been it, but I went with the Saints actually. Really? Okay. Yeah, and then. I put the Bears five. Okay, so very similar. I all. I mean, our top three were the, exactly the same: Steelers, Ravens, uh, Colts. Then I had the Bears fourth, 
right. And then I actually put the Dolphins in at five. Oh, yeah. Their defense has been surprisingly good. Yeah, I mean, Brian Flores, he's a defensive coach, man. He really, he has them playing really well. And a lot of people questioned them last year and all this, but everything's coming together. All right, now let's take a look at what we got going for week 10. And we'll start with the Thursday night game, which is tomorrow. Um, Tennessee versus Indianapolis. Yeah, this should be a really good game. Yeah, the um, Colts are five and three. Um, the Titans are six and two. This is basically going to be who wins the division. Yeah. Um, I am gonna. I gotta go with the the Titans, especially after last week's performance with the, uh, with the Colts and their offense only mustering up ten points. Um, I just think Derrick Henry's gonna be able to. To kind of lead the way, set the pace for the offense, and then, um, uh, what's his AJ Brown and Corey Davis? Uh, I think they're just there's too many weapons on the offensive side compared to the Colts. Yeah, I agree. I see the Titans winning this one. I, but like I said the Colts season is basically on the line with this because I see in there the tenth seed or the ninth seed in the AFC right now. Behind Baltimore in the wild card, behind um, the Raiders. They're behind the Raiders? Yeah, and behind the Dolphins. And they're also behind the Browns, who are the first team out. Hmm. So they're ninth. They're a couple spots out. They lose to uh, this week. Depending on what their schedule has in front of them, their season could basically be over. But, Yeah. yeah, I got the Titans, man. The Colts. Their offense just doesn't have, like you said, no weapons. Yeah, it's like they're just stuck in third gear. They, you know, like they can do a little bit, but they just can't get over that that hump of we need to score, so we're gonna score. Yeah. All right. Let's move to um the Monday night game, I guess. Um, Vikings versus Bears, and I'll actually go with the Bears, even though Vikings are way hotter right now. I just think the Bears' defense will have what it takes to slow Cook down a little bit, and then if they can force Cousins to pass more often, they'll have a chance. But at the end of the day, it's going to come down to how many points the Bears' offense is able to put up. And if they lose this week, I I think it will be Foles' last game. Yeah, uh, man. I kind of had the exact same thought process. It's just... Like you said, their defense is equipped to stop Cook, and then if you have to make Kirk Cousins beat you and you already have a solid secondary, I mean, Cousins could throw three picks this game easily. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, I got to pick the Bears, too. All right, let's move to um one of the games of the week, Rams at Seahawks, and, man, I don't know, man. I... I, I'd say the Seahawks, I'll go with the Seahawks just based on Russell Wilson being able to bounce back. But I like this matchup for the Rams' offense, man. McVay is one of the best offensive minds, and you put a piss-poor defense in front of him, he's going to have some shit for him. That's why I picked up golf and fantasy. Okay. I, um, man. I picked Seattle last week to win, and that kind of bit me in the ass. Well, not really. I mean, you picked them too, but... No, I picked the Bills. Or no, no, you're right. You did pick the Bills. 
Um, but just throwing this little tidbit out there, the the Rams defense is one of like only six to give up less than two hundred points. I I think I'm gonna pick the Rams. I think Seattle might go on a little skid here. Their luck, like you're saying, you know, it might may have dwindled. Hopefully not just one week, but um, I think the Rams can stop. Uh, or at least kind of keep in check the Seattle offense and then just with how bad Seattle's defense is like you're saying McVay I, I think the Rams can win this game alright Steelers Bengals um, I'm going <laughs> to go for the upset and go with the Bengals oh, wow. mainly based on the fact that first off I don't know if Big Ben's playing not even just COVID he he somehow has an injury in both of his knees. Right the walking now. boot. <laughs> he has a knee injury in both knees. And I just think even if once he clears the COVID, I think they'll probably just sit him out just thinking like, oh, the Bengals are pretty terrible. And the Bengals are coming off of a bye. And I just like how Burroughs look. And I haven't liked how the Steelers look. And if they go Mason Rudolph, oh, my God, I Bengals by 10. Mason Rudolph was the worst quarterback yeah, in the league last year. So bad. He was ranked 33 out of 33 quarterbacks. That and honestly, I'm, why did they even keep him with all the comments? Uh, I don't know. No, he's not. They have, they picked back up Josh Dobbs, but it's not clear who's the backup. They switch off who's dressing. So oh, okay. if Big Ben doesn't start, I don't know which one of them will take the start. But if it's Rudolph, it's not good. Well, I, uh, I don't know. I'm, uh, I got to pick the Steelers in this. Um, I just I think when it comes to divisional opponents, the Steelers, Mike Tomlin has his guys ready to go. Kind of a similar thing with the Browns. Like we expected that to be a closer game, and they just ended up dismantling the Browns. Um, but that I mean I do think the uh, the Bengals will make this more of a game, but just with how. The Steelers did not come ready to play last week against one of the worst teams in the Cowboys. I think Mike Tomlin's going to have them a little bit more juiced up and ready to go. So I like the Steelers in this. All right. Another divisional game, Raiders versus Broncos. I'll go with the Raiders in this one. Um, Like I said, the Broncos have been a little bit underwhelming on offense, and I like... Even though the Broncos' defense isn't bad, I, I like um, the Raiders' offense. I like them to get the run game going quick and then get a couple shots down the field, man. I just don't have any faith that the Broncos can put up as many points as the Raiders. The Raiders' offense has been top 10 in the league so far. and I, Broncos' offense has been bottom 10 all year. So I, I, I'll go Raiders by 10. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Man, I'm kind of stuck with this one because I think the Broncos' defense could slow down the Raiders. But like you said, it's just the the offense for the Broncos is really hit or miss. Drew Locke, he does make plays. He makes things happen. Um, but I can't trust him. I, I have to pick the Raiders, too. They just have too many weapons. Their run game is too good. And they also, Aguilar's kind of had a resurgence. They have Waller. Fuck Aguilar. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. 
having a good year. Yeah, he is. I'll give him his credit for that. But all right, let's move on to what may be the game of the week. Bills versus Cardinals. And um, I, I really don't like either of these teams, either of these quarterbacks. So it's a toss-up. But I'll go with Arizona because... Um, I said the Bills defense is a lot worse than the Cardinals defense. So I'll go with the um and I just feel like Murray's a little bit better than Allen and less likely to just do a bunch of turnovers. And I think that their run game in Arizona with Murray and Edmonds Drake's out for the season. Is he? I'm asking. I don't know. I'm how not long sure. Out, I haven't but, seen that. But yeah, I No, just, I'm pretty sure he's back. Oh, yeah, if they got Drake, Edmonds, and Murray, yeah, definitely. I got the Cardinals. I'm actually going to take the Bills on this. I I really liked how they played last week. I think they're going to kind of carry some of that momentum into this. And kind of the same aspect with the Cardinals. I think they really expected to win last week, and uh, they did not. And I just, I don't know, I think they're going to, not for long, but just a little skid, maybe a two game skid. And with the way Josh Allen was playing, I think, I think they could. Uh, I don't know if you call it an upset, but I, I just think they're gonna win this game. Well, I'll put it like this, man. The, I, I'd say the Cardinals have one of the best secondaries in the league. So, I just don't. I think the Bills' lack of run game will come to haunt them in this game because they pass it forty times versus the Cardinals. Josh Allen will turn the ball over. This ain't the yeah. fucking Seahawks, man. You got Buda Baker, you got Patrick Peterson. I I just I I like the Cardinals. All right, this game, I don't even think we need to say much. Yeah. Green Bay versus Jacksonville. I got Green Bay. Jacksonville's rolling Jake Luton out again. Like I said, Packers constantly playing jabronis, man. <laughs> this will not get them far. No. <laughs> um. Yeah. Packers all the way. I will say, however, the Packers have that that knack for letting no names kind of do work on them. So I, don't be surprised if the Jaguars lead at one point or are like within one score going into the fourth, just purely off of of history. Like last week, Richie James. I mean, I know it was kind of all stat padded, but they always have one player, one rookie particularly, who just takes off. So I I think Luton Lutton could have a good game, but still no chance to win. Another pretty bad game this week, Ravens versus um, Patriots. I I see the Ravens winning this game pretty big, like I said. But Cam Newton might literally make an ass of himself again. Because the way the Ravens like to blitz with their lack of weapons will, will leave either Cam Newton getting rocked a bunch of times or him throwing up some ducks. Yeah, and Cam's still, I mean, he can still run, but he's not elusive anymore. Yeah, like I said, he it seems like with the Patriots, even though they call design runs here and there, they try to save it for red zone and, like, very critical plays. Short yardage, like, we need a conversion. They just don't. Yeah. I haven't really seen him scrambling out of the pocket and taking off like he used to. But, man, did you watch that game Monday? The Patriots' yeah. offense is piss, just pisses me off. You're running a bunch of drop-back passes out of fucking eye formation. <clears throat> they, how many times did they do that? Yeah, that was... That was bizarre. It was. Most teams, if you're going to pass, they want to start from shotgun so you can get can see everything pre-snap. But they're coming out of eye formation, running a bunch of 
comebacks and outs to no-name receivers. I, I don't think that's going to work by, versus Baltimore. No, not at all. I Baltimore wins this one big. Yeah. All right. Buccaneers, Panthers again. Should be a good game. No. Brady's about to eviscerate these boys. <laughs> I think he's going to be a little pissed <laughs> off. Yeah, man. It's... Psycho Tom. Oh, yeah. If they, I'll put it like this, if they lose this game, Psycho Tom will literally come out. And Antonio Brown might literally act the ass. Yeah. They better win this game or Antonio Brown might get cut. <laughs> Regardless of what he does. Yeah, there, not much needs to be said about this. I pretty much completely agree. Um, Tom Brady's he's not going to be going, especially after getting completely embarrassed in front of all of America. He's he's gonna be pissed off. He's they're gonna they're gonna win. <laughs> All right. Eagles, Giants. Mm, I'm going with yep. Eagles, obviously. I'm an Eagles fan. If they can win this game, this would well what the Cowboys playing? It, oh Cowboys never buy. If they can win this game, this will give them actually some separation and they'll bring them to four, four and one. Drop the Giants to two and seven, and then they just got these other two horrible teams to worry about. So yeah, man, I'm hoping Wentz can just put everything together. Uh, damn, last week he was pretty bad versus the Cowboys, but hopefully over the bye he got things together. Alshon Jeffrey practiced for the first time hmm. all year, so hey, they're getting some of their players back and Goddard's back. So okay, yeah, I think. Um... I think the Eagles win this for two reasons. One being because they are the front runner, even though you know they're kind of having a joke of a season in that division. Um, it's a chance, you know, to uh, to gain some separation in that division. Um, and like you said, um, their offense is slowly coming back together. So I think they win because they're motivated, and more, but more importantly. Um, I have their defense on fantasy this week, so I I just need them yeah, to have Sanders a good game. Is back too, so it should be pretty good. <laughs> All right, uh, Washington football team versus Detroit Lions. Um, Ooh. I don't know. This is one of the harder games. To yeah, play. Alex Smith is getting the start. Dwayne Haskins is strapping his cleats on for the first time since he got benched. And knowing the football team, he'll probably be in by third quarter just based off injury. But man, I I'll go with Detroit. Like I said, Alex Smith. He I'm sorry, he's played pretty terrible since he came back this year. It's been pretty bad. Yeah, a lot of just the dink and dunk. And if you if you can pick up McKissick, go do it because he will have him again. I have him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um. Man. Uh. I don't want to keep picking the same teams again, but I just it's so hard to pick against or to pick the football team to win. They're so bad. Yeah. If um, they win this game, Patricia might get fired. Yeah, that and again, just with how bad Stafford played last week and I I'm not gonna say I hyped up the Washington defense, but I thought they were a little better than they were. Their past defense is alright. Um but um, I kind of, yeah, I guess I have to pick the Lions, too. All right, Saints 49ers. I'm, I'm going with the Saints. 
Nick Mullins is in at quarterback for the 49ers still. Like I said, their season's over in my mind. I see the Saints, they're just now getting their wheels rolling. Yeah, the, if man, if the uh if the Saints or I mean if the 49ers weren't completely depleted on both sides, I would probably pick them. Um but you yeah. just you can't. They're with this roster, they're one of the worst teams in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. What running back do they have this week? Who knows? I think Coleman might be back. It seems every week they get a running back and then he gets hurt. And then they get another running back and then he gets hurt. And then one guy comes back, they got yeah. a new guy. Rinse and repeat. But, yeah. All right, next game, Texans-Browns. Um, I'm curious what you have to say. I, I know who I'm picking, but. I, I'll go with the Browns. They're coming off a bye. I'm tempted to go Houston because Watson's better than Mayfield at the end of the day, and they have the weapons, but I just know the way that the Browns want to play in their run run game will probably eat Houston alive. Yeah. But we'll see, man. We'll see, because if it gets into a shootout, then things turn in the favor of the Texans. But if it stays low scoring, it's going to be the Browns. But I'll go with the Browns. Um, I'm going to pick this one as my upset. I think the Texans could actually win this. Just because of what you said, Baker is not better than Watson. Um, and just, the Texans need... Watson's too good to to just have a completely terrible season. Um, and the Browns, if there's any team, like, any team with a better record that the Texans could beat, I think it could be the Browns. Um... But that being said, I I do have Nick Chubb coming back, hopefully in fantasy. But I still think, you know, it's going to be, I think, a pretty high-scoring game. A lot of yards on both sides. I just, I don't know. I'm just kind of shooting in the dark. I think the Texans could pull one out of their ass this week. All right, the final game of the week, um, Chargers at Dolphins. Um, I'm Hmm. going with the Dolphins. You know how I feel about the Chargers. They suck. The defense for the um, Dolphins is going to have Herbert looking like a fool once again. Yeah, I can't pick the Chargers. There's no way. The Dolphins are just too fun to watch also. And just, I think we say it every week, but it it can't get old. Is just Brian Flores has these guys ready to play. Every week they're playing good football. And then Tua... Should be a, another fun game, similar to the Cardinals, but I think, um, or the Dolphins Cardinals matchup of last week, but uh, just the the Chargers. I don't know. They're just not a good team right now. They find ways to lose, and the Dolphins are kind of the opposite. They're finding ways to win, and um, yeah, Dolphins. All right, uh, can you go over the standings from last week? We forgot to do that at the beginning. Yeah, it was. It's a bad, bad week on my part. I um. I let my want of not picking the same teams, kind of get to me. Um. So you had three games wrong. I had five. <laughs> yeah. So you're up two again on the year. We were um we were tied going into the week again. Um, but, uh, so the teams that you picked that were incorrect were the Buccaneers. Tom Brady for you. Yeah. Um, the Colts 
I said that was COVID related. I would have picked the Raiders. Yeah, same in the Broncos over the Falcons. Yeah, Falcons, dude. They're playing pretty good right now. I got to give Raheem Morris his respect. Yeah, so I also picked the Buccaneers. I picked the football team over the Giants. That was, I don't know, that was kind of just a toss-up. Who who really gives a fuck anyway who won that game? Um, I picked the Seahawks. You picked the Bills. I, that one, I will say, I thought when you picked the Bills last week, I was thinking, like, damn, this is, like, too easy. I thought the Seahawks were going to win that game. Colts, I, looking back at our conversation, I should have just stuck with my gut and picked the Ravens. But I let um, the COVID issues kind of cloud my my judgment a little bit. Um, so yeah, I picked the Colts, and then I picked the Chargers over the Raiders, and they should have won that damn game. But woulda, shoulda, coulda, they lost, and yeah, missed five. Not good. Not a good week. Hopefully this week is better. But all right, that leads us to our final segment, douchebag of the week. You want to get it started? So, yes, my douchebag of the week goes to the Buccaneers coach, Bruce Arians. Oh, yeah. And just for a multitude or multiple reasons. One, you absolutely did not have your team ready. Not even close. Like, did they even, like, did they practice all week? What did they do to show up at game time? And, like, I mean, that was one of the worst offensive and defensive performances Possibly the year. That was terrible. Um, also, in both, or they, they've had three losses, two against the Saints, but I know for two of these losses, you've completely thrown Tom Brady under the bus. Own up to it, man. Like, get your team ready. Don't blame it on Tom Brady not being able to find Mike Evans because he was open. Get your team ready. You lost 38-3. to like, that's a joke, and you're going to sit there and not take any credit for that loss? Like, get out of here. You're a douchebag for that. Yeah, man. All right, man. My my douchebag of the week is for the Lamar Jackson critic. I'm hearing people <laughs> saying a lot of real ignorant things, like he shouldn't get a, get a, a top-level QB deal that the NFL has figured him out, a lot of stuff. But the, the facts remain this. First and foremost, he's the youngest quarterback to ever start a playoff game. Youngest M- MVP since the merger. 25-5 and five as a starter. He's got a 9-6 record over winning teams since taking over as a starter. And he's got 54 touchdowns, 14 interceptions in his career. If this can't get you the, the type of money that Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, you know, there's only one quarterback that really should be paid more than him, and that's Mahomes. The rest of these quarterbacks, n- no, not at all, because they haven't done what he's done in any way, shape, or form. I got, I'm hearing people like Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer <laughs> literally, literally had a season where he threw four touchdowns, 18 picks, talking. You got Dan Orvlowski. Is that how you pronounce it? I think it's Orlovsky. Fuck that guy. You got this guy <laughs> talking out his ass. It's like, dude, if you're not going to pay him, who are you going to pay? Can't be Josh Allen because he ain't did what Lamar did. He hasn't done half of it. Can't be Baker Mayfield. 
I mean, Deshaun Watson got paid off one playoff win versus the Bills in the wild card round. I mean, at the end of the day, you got a player that is doing almost every week you're hearing about another record broke. In as a starter, he started 32 games. They've scored 20 points or more in 31 of them. The only one they didn't was his first start. That's an NFL hmm. record. So it's been since the end. It's been since week 11, 2018, that this team has put up less than 20 points. But we got critics out there. Don't want to give credit where it's due, man. It's getting sad for these douchebags. <laughs> it's getting real so, sad. So I'm not. I'm not gonna say that I'm I'm bashing Lamar. I'm not at all saying that. He I would hesitate. I'm okay. He deserves a top contract. I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve top money at all. Cause for exactly the reasons that you've just stated. However, to give him a long term contract, I would be hesitant because of these reasons right here. So this year, so this, oh, let me just say, this is how I would lay it out. I would give him five years max money. Give him, he deserves that. If you win one playoff game, extend it. You know, give him that long-term extension. However, so this year against Kansas City, um, it's and that's this has been the reason why people are saying this when it's the games that you need to win. Why did they need to win that game? That's what I don't get. Why do they need to win that? It's a top tier team. It's the Chiefs. It's the teams that you that you know you have to beat eventually so you're to go to the Super Bowl. You have to win ninety percent of his games to be respected. No, no, no. I'm saying against these top-tier teams where you know it's going to be the Chiefs that they have to get past to get to the Super Bowl. Who's to say the Chiefs don't get knocked out? I'm going to give you one thing before you keep going because in 2018, Mahomes' MVP season, they lost to the Patriots twice. Then they lost to them in the regular season the next year, last year. And everyone was saying, would they be able to get past them if they played in the playoffs? Guess what happened in the playoffs? Someone else knocked them off. Why is Baltimore the only team that has has opportunity to knock the Chiefs off? Someone else could knock them off. You think the Bills could beat Baltimore? You think they beat them? No. Exactly. So what if the Bills knock the Chiefs off? Yeah, I mean that's possible. So I'm just I, I'm just saying, why does he have to win every regular season game? That's not the standard Kirk Cousins was led to when he got <laughs> the first fully guaranteed contract. That wasn't the standard that golf was let uh, held to. And then you're saying. But no, I'm saying I'm saying he deserves all this money. I just would hesitate for the long term. The long, long term. Like seven years iffy. Five, yes. How Three, seven years yes. iffy? I don't get it. Just hold, let me give you these stats. Alright. So against Kansas City this year, he was fifteen of twenty eight, fifty three percent completion percentage, one touchdown for ninety seven yards. He had two fumbles and lost one of them. Against Pittsburgh this year, he was 13 of 28, 46% for 208 yards. He had two touchdowns, two interceptions, three fumbles, and lost two of them. In uh, so, yes, he's only been to the or he's had two seasons. He's been to the playoffs both times. So that is you know I'm not knocking that. 
He's not won a playoff game. He lost to the Chargers his first season. He was 14 of 29, 48%. He had 194 yards, two touchdowns and interceptions. He fumbled three times. He only lost one of them, but still, you're fumbling three times. And it one that's a hold, how, what did what were Rodgers stats this hold year on, versus the Buccaneers? Hold on, there's one more. And then against the Titans last year, he was 31 of 59, so 52 percent, 365 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, and one lost fumble. So it's just he ran for 167 that game. He had 520 yards of total offense. That was bad. He had four or he had three turnovers. That's not good. You, you can't do that Two in the, the playoffs. Interceptions went off the, Russell, I've seen Russell Wilson win games with 180 pass yards, five interceptions, and one touchdown. I'm just saying. In, in you the, just pointed out his four lowest games of his whole career and said he shouldn't get paid because of that. You, if I go get the four worst games from anyone's career, they're going to be pretty bad. I'm not saying he shouldn't get paid. I'm saying long term. Long term, why not? Because of this, until he can prove he can win these games. There are only four quarterbacks under 30 that have won a playoff game in this league. But that's even more so. He's still young, so why you still got to see all what, what he mean? can do. Because why wouldn't he leave Baltimore if they're not going to give him what he could get elsewhere? Because if they won't give him a seven, eight-year deal, guess what? Someone else will. Maybe, but I just I would hesitate because of these reasons. Well, you just pulled up the four games he lost and it just said his stats. Aaron Rodgers completed less than 50% of his passes versus the Buccaneers and had three picks. Does that mean he's not a good player or he had a bad game? If you're saying a player's not isn't supposed to have a few bad games a season. But this is worse than bad games. Like these are these are worse than bad games. What do you mean? In his in his draft class Versus the Steelers was his first four turnover game. To put that in perspective, Allen's done that three times. Dalton, no, not Dalton. Darnold's done that four times. And Baker Mayfield's done that three times. So everyone else in this class has done it multiple times. It happened to him once versus the number one defense. So now he's, he, like, what, what are you saying? I'm just saying he's, he's struggled against these must- these well, in the playoffs. Okay, I'll give you their regular it was season his games. Eighth, it was his eighth start of his career in an offense designed for Joe Flacco versus a team they just played two weeks prior. You won't take that into account. Last year versus the Titans, he hadn't played in three weeks. That was a coaching flaw. It's something the Indianapolis Colts dealt with a lot. They sat out week 16, I mean week 17, and then they had a bye. Like I said... If you're going to say that's a reason he shouldn't get the long-term deal, then I would like to ask you who deserves a seven-year contract. Because Deshaun Watson got a seven-year contract. He's won one playoff game. He's been in the league longer than Lamar. He's won one wild-card game. Doesn't have the re- doesn't have any of the records or accolades Lamar has. He's played with a better offensive supporting cast. But he doesn't have and the he defense. Has he does you keep not bringing have- up the defense. The so defense explain, keeps explain, them in no. every single game. Explain to me why they had the number one defense when he started. From his first game, they had the number one defense. Why were they four and five with the number one defense? Because Flacco. Came... Exactly. So you're telling me a team that went 15 and 15 the 30 games prior, and then they went 25 and five 
based off a quarterback switch. It's not all because of the quarterback. I'm saying I'm not I'm not saying Lamar is a bad quarterback. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying his defense keeps them in every single game. His defense has played the lowest number of snaps by far because of him. When you're controlling the clock, for, it's called complimentary football. When you're controlling the clock for 38 minutes, and when you're blowing teams out every week, you can blitz every play when you're up 30. You can do those type of things. You got to look at the big picture. Like I said, name some quarterbacks that you'd say, yeah, they would deserve a seven-year deal. There's not many. What? That name deserve some. a seven-year deal? Okay, Mahomes. All right. I mean, Rodgers not necessarily at this point, but... Since Rodgers got a seven-year deal, they haven't went to the Super Bowl. It was, so was that a failure? Because that's basically how you're putting it. If you didn't win a Super Bowl that year and you had two or three bad games, you failed. I mean, you'll put you'll pin the same flaws on uh, on Rodgers that you will not give to Jackson. What flaws? I, a I, couple I, bad games. I, I, I hold veterans to a higher standard than the fifth youngest quarterback in the league. It's, he's in his third year, yet he's still younger than rookies. People never really took into account how young he came into the league. And that's a testament to his work ethic within itself. If you're not willing to give someone who's won 83% of their games a long-term max deal, then you're telling me there's nothing Lamar Jackson could have done besides win a Super Bowl to get this. He's just there's a formula out to stop him to beat the then, Ravens. Then why has on why have only three teams been able to do it basically? The formula's out there. Cause not every team is equipped to do it. Oh, alright, they're not equipped to do it. Then how's the how how's the formula out there? They're not equipped to do it. Cause not every team has that secondary that can just sit back and it's just you can't deny when the time has come like to play, he has not he's not performed. So that's all I'm saying. You're it's, bringing up some... Okay, last year, the biggest games you watched last season, correct me if I'm wrong, was this not billed, billed as one of the biggest games? Sunday night, Ravens-Patriots. Yeah, and they won. It, and well, he had three touchdowns and shit it. Did he beat... The same team that beat your favorite team twice by 30 points, correct me if I'm wrong, he ran for 100 yards and beat them. The 49ers. This all happened. I watched the games last year. I witnessed it. Like I said, since he entered this league, he has nine wins over teams over 500 record. Nobody has more. Mahomes is 9-6 and six as well. I just want to see him make it out of the first round. He and already then... did. He was in the divisional round. Because he had a bye? Exactly. Okay, so, so I want to see him win a playoff game. So it would have been more impressive last year if he went 10-6 and six and they won a playoff game and lost in the same round. Because that's what a lot of people are making it seem like. You got to win a playoff game. That's all I'm saying. Matthew Stafford has, and he was the highest paid player in the league. Yeah, for how and that's long? the Lions. They're, they're idiots. The market is set by other teams, and if all these other players can get eight, seven, eight-year deals, then why can't he? That's all I'm asking. Like I said, five-year deal, you well, win a playoff. Well, first off, you understand how an extension works. He's in the 
He's going into his third year of his deal. So if he gets a five-year extension, that's a seven-year deal. That's what most rookies are looking for. And you, you're saying that would not be the way you'd go. No, I would give him five years. I'm saying it, it would be a seven-year deal. He'd be locked up for the first ten years of his career. Okay. No, I'd, I'd be okay with that. I just... Because the only reason, if he was a little older, or if, like, I don't know, that I just... I want to see him win a playoff game. Who have you seen win a playoff game? That's what I'm telling you. No, there are four quarterbacks under 30 with a playoff wins. I'll, I'll name them. Well, five, but Dak's injured. Dak, he has one playoff win. Deshaun Watson, he has one playoff win. Goff has two. Garoppolo has two. And then Mahomes has four. Other than that, you got you got a lot of quarterbacks that you're telling me are good. Kyler Murray, he hasn't been to the playoffs yet. What is that about? Josh Allen, no playoff wins. What is that about? Baker Mayfield hasn't been to the playoffs. Sam Darnold hasn't been to the playoffs. I mean, when it comes to young quarterbacks, which ones have had success in the playoffs? Even historically, like I said, there's only been two players to win. Right now, Lamar Jackson's 23. There's only been, when he was 21, there's only been two or three quarterbacks younger than he is right now that have won a playoff game in the history of the league. It's just seeming like he's having to break every record in the league to get what other people got without doing anything. Yeah, I mean, that's fair to say. I just, at the same time, those other quarterbacks were nowhere near deserving of that money either. So I I just... Oof. They got it. How did that happen if they didn't deserve it? You get what you de- deserve, you reap what you sow. All right. I mean, we'll see what happens. I I hope he wins a playoff game because I I want to be like I said. Rodgers couldn't get off his ass until he was twenty five. So <laughs> that's all I can say. You got quarterbacks that couldn't even get off their ass until they're twenty five, and this man's being criticized for winning eighty three percent of his game because he. And that's another thing. Okay, he he. So he's losing to the best teams. He lost to the two best teams. Well, okay. Would it be better if he was pulling Packers and losing it? Two win teams, like come on, man. At some point, people gotta make sense. He's sixteen and one versus teams with a losing record. Would you take that? Of course, you take that. Okay, nine and six clip versus teams with a winning record. You would take that. Exactly, exactly. I never said he doesn't deserve money. You're saying basically because he lost two playoffs. Would he have been better off? Say he didn't make the playoffs his first year. And then he would have just made it last year. Same thing happened with the Titans. It would have been better that way? No, of course not. But I'm just saying. Yeah, but it probably would. It's the LeBron effect. Just how when people say LeBron making the finals and losing puts him behind Jordan more than if he didn't make the finals. It seems like if he didn't make the playoffs his first year and he just went 15-2 or 14-2 last year and lost one playoff game, people are oh, that was just one game. But since it's two games... You think, oh well, this or that. Hey, I'm just letting you know why I would hesitate to give him the long term extension. But you're not telling me, so you're saying no. I quote. just gave you the stats. That's I'm why you, you won't give me any players that you say deserve it. Deserve the what? The, the long term deal. You just said Mahomes. He's the only player deserving it. I mean, Mahomes is just in a league of his own. He's, man, 
but so no other quarterback. I would need a list. I would need a list to to see, but I mean Josh Allen, no. Um, trying to think of young. I mean Russ, Russ definitely. Um. Russ. Yeah, I mean, there's not many. So, I mean, I I know that Lamar is an elite status. I just, I want to see him win a playoff game. And I know it's an unfair standard to hold him to. I, I do realize that compared to the other quarterbacks, what they've done and how much money they've gotten. But I also, I don't think that they should have gotten the money that they got. So it's kind of... All I'm going to say is this, man, back to the to the critics. If the Ravens do not offer him the deal, I guarantee you, he's represented by his mom. They'll go They'll go, Dak Prescott. They'll take a franchise and get out of there. Because at the at that point, it's about respect. And if you're not going to respect somebody that's getting, winning you these games, then you, you got to leave that organization. As I said, to, Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl. I never hear anyone discrediting anything he did. I don't know... I didn't start watching football at like oh three, so I really don't know what he did. But I know he lost his final game sixty to zero in the playoffs. But I mean, listen, to that. he had historically bad defenses. I mean, you, can't... you guys keep bringing up the defense, but this is the thing you don't understand: the Ravens have a historically bad offense, skill wise. They have players like I said, like I told you. If you put, you tried to switch it, but I'm saying if you took. Not I'm not giving you the defense, but if you took the weapons from Baltimore and threw them out in Green Bay, the Packers wouldn't. They'd win about six games. I I don't agree with that because you've seen what uh, Rodgers has done without his one weapon in Devontae Adams. What What did he do? He won. He spread First, the ball who, the around. The fucking Jabrones of the I'm, world. He can't help that. He can't help who he plays. Man, I'm telling you, you put those, you put that receiving core around any other team. And they would not be six and two. I'm sorry, but you just gotta look at it. You got Hollywood Brown, a five foot nine, 170 pounder, as your number one outside receiver. Your number two receiver is Willie Sneed. <laughs> your number three receiver is Miles Boykins. All these players, I mean, I like Hollywood Brown, don't get me wrong, but you put these weapons on any other team. To get a good defense, you have to spend money on defense. That's the one thing people don't understand. You're going to spend money on offense or defense, or you're going to spread it around a little bit like the Rams. But at the end of the day, if you spend it on defense, you'll get a top defense. But at the end of the day, you won't have the weapons you need, and you'll have to pick up people in the draft, and it comes down to drafting. But like I said, man, the critics, man, to say Lamar Jackson can't get a long-term deal, I mean – if you're saying no one deserves it, then I guess. But people are getting it. That's my whole thing. So I'm just saying if Stafford can get the deal, if Cousins can get a 100%. The first, uh, Kirk Cousins got the a three-year, $84 million, 100% guaranteed contract based off. He made the playoff once in six years in Washington and didn't win the playoff game. Yeah, and people were laughing at it. I mean, that was What a, do you mean? Four teams bid to give him a fully guaranteed contract. It was between the Vikings, the Jets, and I can't think of the last team. It might have been the Dolphins. There were teams lining up to sign him. Clowns. But, man, they did, well, this would be the end of the show, man. Just tell, give us some feedback on Twitter, but, man, 
Douchebag of the week, man. Uh, what's the dude's name? Bruce Arians and um, Lamar Jackson critics. 